Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Chelsea, and I want you to create a happy family. I use my background in Western and Eastern medicine, birth, and ancient yogic practices to help the modern mother learn how to live a healthier life and create conscious children. This is your guide to fertility, conception, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and the early childhood years. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to episode number 12 of Mystical Motherhood's podcast. If you've ever needed to step back and look how far you've come in life, this episode is for you. Sometimes we're yearning for more, more, and more, and not happy where we're really at. And so in this episode, Katerina teaches us to take some time in our lives to look at gratitude at everything we have and to let the universe sort of take over as we move on the path of awakening. This is Katerina's story continued as she is becoming a conscious mother and is on the road to fertility and conception. Hi, Katerina. How are you doing this week? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) So it feels like there's just this something behind you energetically that's almost pushing you forward from this kind of, and, and the energy behind you is kind of a darker color and it's almost pushing you quickly into this light. Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, well, I just feel like a lot of things have just quickly switched. Um, last time we kind of spoke about, obviously my job is one of the biggest things. So, um, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I had this job interview went great, you know, so basically now it's just, you know, just waiting for feedback, but not just that, but I feel like personally I've been on this, um, like a bigger shift of energy and where I feel it the most is, um, and a lot of this, like we touched on, I had more grief and guilt and like hurt stuck inside of me. And, you know, when we kind of work through that and choose to let it go, my heart, I just feel like it's been more as a a loving, like a big loving space where I'm just so grateful for every little thing where in a couple weeks ago, maybe, or like a two weeks ago, you know, if somebody said something about being pregnant or fertility or asking me, like I would have burst, I would have burst with so much anger and pain. And now it's just like, I'm, I'm very calm, but I'm moving at a faster pace, not really giving or caring much as what happening. And it's, it's just things are lining up very easily and flowing for me. Um, so it's just, that, that's been that, just recently this week. Yeah. And what that is, is when you become more, when you're, I mean, there's so many things are going on, but when your thoughts and your emotions are in line with the universal force, you're going to move through life at a faster pace than anyone else around you. And, and, And it's like everything just, it will just all move forward. But what people, what slows down our energy and our, our ability to go is, are these, you know, things of our, 
like paying attention to what everyone else is saying and being on their same vibration and, and those negative repetitive thoughts. So I'm assuming you're still doing some sort of meditation. That's probably mm-hmm. helping, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also us even, even like being able to look in the mirror at yourself and seeing that these things exist and, and then almost standing on a, you know, I think we've talked, it was a, I think we've talked about it before, but as you begin to awaken, you it's like you're standing on the top of a building and you're looking down and you're able to see all the relationships that are just a play. Yeah. And they're all there for your growth. And so when your mom starts to do that again, it's almost you can look at her with compassion. And yeah. and look at all of, you know, the the things you do and kind of step out of your body and begin to laugh at yourself of like, oh, I did that again. At least right. I do that with my partner, like my husband. He knows how to make me laugh when I go back. I mean, I constantly go back with him into my old way of, you know, reaction. Uh-huh. You know, he's it's still a trigger, obviously, because we live together and, right. and always together. So you have to like step back and be like, that's funny. <laughs> you know? And so what I see the universe doing for you, it's like you're, it's like he's pushing you really, really, really fast. And when, and if anyone's out there listening and you're starting to awaken, the awakening process can feel like you're going faster at, than the speed of light almost. Does that feel true for you? Mm-hmm. And, and so I help a lot of women through their own awakening process because that's what's happening on this world. We're all awakening. And so the women that come to me are typically ready to bring down a high soul. And yeah. so they, that soul may even be making you, you know, quickening you. And so yeah. what we need to do is like what it feels like right now energetically is like some, somebody took a big stick and they're pushing your back faster than you're able to actually keep up with it. Right. Does that feel a little bit like that? Like you're, you're almost stumbling just a little bit, not it, it does. Yeah. It's just like, even, um, yesterday night and I'm usually like by bedtime, I'm like really like I'm out, I'm out for the entire night. And for some reason, cause I emailed you back after I came back from, um, a work event and I was just, I was just like extra, like happy and just wound up and just like extra, like wired. And it wasn't because of like anything. It's just like, I don't know, for some reason, I just felt really like happy and great. Yeah. You're just alive. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't sleep. (laughs) So part of that, so when I went through, so I've had, I don't really talk about my own openings unless it's necessary to mirror back to you what you're experiencing so you can understand it in your own way. So when I had a, personal experience. I, when I was totally asleep, basically, and I, I, I met someone in India and I came, I went to a bookstore cause I was almost going through a dark night of the soul. And I picked up a book called Kundalini and I didn't know why I read it, but I just needed something to explain to me what was going on within me. And I went home and I read a page out of it and I had never sat down and meditated in my whole life. And I had a massive Kundalini opening by myself in the basement for six hours that had me shaking on the floor and it blew my head open. And the only reason I knew what happened is because I had this book in front of me called Kundalini. Right. And so I ended up reading it and I never found that page again because I wasn't ever supposed to say that mantra again. I couldn't find it. I haven't found it the day I gave the book away. It's gone. But that was the beginning of you know, this massive shift to where I am now. That was one of the mystical experiences I've had. After that, the reason I'm bringing this up is because after that, 
my energy was so high that, you know, I was floating out of my body and all kinds. I'm not going to go into the details of that because it doesn't, it was very intense, but sometimes I couldn't sleep and sometimes I couldn't eat. And I lost a lot of weight because I was running because I had this universal force running through me that was almost too powerful for my organs. And so I had to learn how to embody it. Right. So when that happens to you at night, when you get like, it's not the same, you know, kind of thing. I mean, that was like my push that I'm telling you that because that was, I mean, mine was like more like jumping out of an airplane, but yeah, whenever you get this kind of push, which it could go deeper and deeper and deeper, you need to find a way to ground. And so one of my teachers, um, named Elizabeth, if anyone wants an amazing teacher, she's based out of California, and you can email me um, with for her information. She's absolutely astounding. Her name is Elizabeth, and I can put the information in the notes. But she taught me this grounding method. So you can close your eyes right now, okay. and you're going to imagine that this um, golden light is coming through your spine. Mm-hmm. And almost it goes down. It's like coming through your spine, coming through your spine. And it's, it's, it spreads out down into the earth, like roots and imagine it going through each layer of the earth. So the molten, the heat, the water, the rocks, the, um, you know, just all the layers. And it goes, it goes thicker dirt into thicker until it gets into the middle and center of mother earth. And you're connecting down in that. So when you're trying to have a baby, it's really important to keep that connection to mother earth because she's the fertile ground. Right. And a lot of us are trying, you know, we're moving so fast. And I mean, a lot of my clients are, you know, trying to control everything around them and, and they get really, really tight and they start to resist. And what fertility is about is relaxation. It's that blossoming. And so connect to the earth. So you're dropping that, you know, energy down and you do it every single day. And then you expand your auric field out with a golden light. And the light is like an egg around you, even into the ground. And that can even help you contain money and your home because you have to have that field to be strong. So that can really help though. I mean, it's something that you should try to do every single day. Side yeah. Point. So anything else that's coming up that you want to work on? Um, I don't, I don't really necessarily feel like anything like major came up. I don't know. Unless you kind of, what think- are the fears you have around the changes? Like what is the stumbling? So is there anywhere that you're just like, you like, it's like the fear. I mean, last week it was about you had, you're going to get from here to there quickly. Right. Yeah. And you're like, you're about to jump the pond. Right. Right now you are now in the stance of about to leap. So what is, is there anything from this, from where you are now to where you're going to get that you have some like tremendous fears of the future projection? Does that make sense? It does. And I feel like, because I'm re- I'm in the middle of like reading your book and I feel like it, it don't, I think it was, I think if you would have asked me um, like last week or two weeks ago, like there was a lot of fear, you know, overall, but I just feel like at this point, I'm just actually, I'm just really ready. I, I, I don't have a huge fear of just, you know, of just like the material things or the things that like, you know, have, 
kind of like been pushing me back or holding me back or just in putting this fear like more of I can't do this you know I'm not ready or anything like that um Can you tell me more or you tell everyone about the fears that you've let go of so you're talking saying like you've done all these massive changes so it's because what I saw earlier was like you've done a checklist of preparation yeah. to get yourself ready for that. If you could yeah. close your eyes and go into your heart, it's like you almost need to stand outside yourself and look at how far you've come so quickly. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think I don't... I think it's funny you said that because I just had um, the same concept a couple days ago. And I was like, you know, I was just like, look at the big picture and look at where you started and not just with this, just like overall, just through this whole process of mine, look where you started and where you, where you are now. I think I'm so quickly to just keep looking what I don't have. Yeah. And that's so funny because my next one of my blog posts I'm going to put up is teaching people. So this is a really critical thing to, to understand. And it's in my book too. So instead of focusing on what you don't want, you need to switch your mind and your thoughts and your words to what you do want. And this is really, really important. We're going to go back to everything we just talked about in just a second, but just to get this point out. So this is a really powerful, people talk about manifestation tools or whatever. It's all in the words and the thoughts. Right. Projection of it. So for example, I have a child that cries a lot. She's, I mean, I'm a good mom, but the, the girl just is sensitive. And so when she, when I was going through this process of like understanding her, I would, my husband and I were constantly like, what can we do to stop the crying? And, you know, like focusing mm-hmm. on what's wrong. Right. And we knew not to do it, but in the moment of the trauma of hearing the crying of yeah. the child, you just have to, you know, you, you, we were focusing on what was wrong with the child, you know, rather than focusing on what's right with her. Right. And so when we switch our mindset off of what's wrong to what's right, we create what's right. And then she stops the wrong without doing it. Yeah. And that's basically, sorry, hold on. My cat is next to me. <laughs> Playing with her toy. Hold on one sec. Sorry. She never plays with anything and now she chooses to be down here. Um, no, so that's, that's basically, that's my, and I witnessed that a couple days ago and that basically that information came to me and I was like, I need to look at the big picture of you know, I have to realize and, you know, acknowledge what I've been doing and all the steps I applied and how much I have changed throughout the process instead of focusing on something that I can't tangibly have or want at this point. So what, what Katerina is referring to is she really wants this baby yeah. and she's way, way ready to become a mother. But what all my clients see is if they hadn't come to me and, and we hadn't worked through these issues they, they wouldn't be the mother they're supposed to be. And so a lot of them have had, you know, that like the mis- one of them had a miscarriage and she had to go through the healing of that miscarriage in order to become the mother. And she's, you know, in the process of having that baby now. So it's so important. So close your eyes and it's like, I'm going to hold your hand. Okay. I'm going to look over the past year okay. and I want you to checklist 
off all the changes you've made in your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to get to where you are now. And then we're almost going to fill all of that with a tremendous amount of energy and gratitude. So we're going to imagine it instead of putting it in the glass jar, I want you to put it in a a circle, like a golden circle. So what we're going to do is we're going to illuminate those things and create gratitude around them. And it's going to push you forward even more after this. So I want you to start to list off all those things you've done. So physically, I feel, you know, I took a big stance on just my overall health and wellness. Um, Overall, um, I guess, just like my different style, different outlooks, different um, kind of incorporating more of that serenity into my life and my, my home. So that reflects throughout it emotionally, um, definitely, definitely kind of had you know, more of an open mind of, you know, being very self-aware of just my thoughts, my judgments, a lot more judgment than I thought when I actually put it into paper and to, um, into practice. Um, emotionally, I, the, I think the biggest for me was actually connecting more with, especially my husband. Um, I might, you know, from the outside, I think people see me as a really happy, bubbly person, but from the inside, I had a really hard connection with just people in general. Um, and you know, it kind of hindered a lot of our like relationship so emotionally, that was the biggest one for me is to become kind of on the same um, same wavelength as my husband into love and, you know, um, sensibility. And I tend to come off a little more reserved um, in that aspect. And uh, spiritually, um, I think everything that I've been doing and applying every teaching into everyday life format and then just taking a lot more classes and educating myself and kind of surrounding myself with a new group of women and, or, you know, community that are all on the same um, kind of, whether it's path or walk or wavelength um, to, you know, kind of, kind of keep surrounding myself in that energy field. Mm-hmm. So, and then what are the actions you took? So we know what you did for your body, but like, what were the things like, is there any like, like even to the details of, I changed my house. I, right. you know, those kind of details, like I, I, I decluttered. I, I mean, just the simplest things uh, you yeah. did every single day to make those changes so that people, oh. people that they're at, you know, they can take small steps. So obviously the biggest actions were, um, you kind of mentioned it. My whole house has been, I think it's been a big reflection. We've touched on this, but the whole house got a revamp within the last two years, like a huge revamp. Um, and in the past last year, it was more of the decluttering and just symbolizing and um, neutralizing the whole, you know, kind of aura of everything in this house. Um, a lot of decluttering, a lot, like all of a sudden I just felt like, I threw, I didn't throw out, I donated, but like huge four trash bags of just everything. It's just one day I was just like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know? Um, 
a lot of, um, my God, what else? I feel like so much has happened. Um, I think a lot more just space for myself. I, what I've learned most too is I've started just saying no to certain things. I'm always one that applies myself to every situation, every party, every event, every happy hour, whatever it might be. And I started saying no a lot. And I basically just started going more inside and just applying my own, whether it's meditation or just, you know, soaking in a bath or just going outside for a walk or being by myself. That's been the most, you know, that kind of helped me elevate myself back to where I needed to be as well in order to, you know, be a better person to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've learned the most. But, um, but a lot of the house, yeah, no, a lot of just throwing things away, decluttering, making space, making it just extra. Like as soon as you walk in, it's just a sigh of relief from everything else that you're working on. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. I mean, I mean, in the book I speak about creating, I I use Maslow's hierarchy because it's, it's a platform that will any, I can meet anybody's level at it and everyone, you know, so you have to, what she's referring to is you have to meet these physiological needs, which is your home, your sex life, um, your food and your survive, you know, their basic survival needs before you can move up the path of fully, you know, fulfilling you, what your human potential is. And if each of these needs aren't met on each of these platforms, you can't get to the highest fulfilled life, which is just pure connection with mystical God experiences. So if you're not, if you don't know where to begin and you're at the bottom of this path, refer to the book, Mystical Motherhood, to start you out at least to get, I mean, I have clients at all levels and sometimes I just assign to them, today you're going to clean your room. And it's huge for them. It's it's so crazy. It's just the yeah. biggest thing, and they're like, "It was amazing," because <laughs> the home as a the home for most females is is the is their internal representation, and oftentimes women will dream of homes because it's it's parts of them cleaning out themselves. Okay, so you might dream of them too. But so give yourself some credit for put all this of this in this beautiful <laughs> golden bubble. Hmm. And just give yourself some credit of just how far you're coming. And you can see that you need to make these, I mean, it's absolutely necessary to make these physiological needs set and safe so that you can move up into safety, love and belonging and higher self-esteem into the highest fulfilled life. Do you see that, that these are all steps and they also connect to the chakra systems. So you can't, you know, I couldn't, have somebody move up into their higher chakras, which is, you know, a connection to this, the higher realms until they're grounded and, and their lower chakras are, you know, kind of cleared and more conscious and awake and aware and running correctly. And a lot of the time we need to work on the womb chakra, which is the second chakra when becoming pregnant, which is the mother wound and, and creativity and, um, and relationships, which comes up the most before you're about to become pregnant. But, so give yourself some credit <laughs> and, and, and it's like they want you to bring in all the angels and just this beautiful light, fill the whole room with light. And we're going to watch this beautiful bubble float to heaven mm. and it just expands over you. And then it rains down. Mm. So you feel like the abundance of that self-growth because sometimes it's, it, it, and it's almost like, 
the, the realm of hungry ghosts. I've been there. So it's like the next, we think that the next thing is going to make us happier. The next thing is going to make us happier. The next thing is going to make us happy. I mean, I did this for years personally. I became, you know, I, I got a master, I got my undergraduate degree. I got a master's degree. I got an, a degree on top of that. I got my family nurse practitioner degree, which is like a PhD. And right. then I was like, I'm still not happy. I knew, I know now it's because I was being pushed by God to do my purpose. Right. But it's also important for us not to get in that realm of hungry ghosts where we're constantly chasing after the next experience to make us happy, especially when becoming pregnant. <laughs> because when we are pregnant, it's hard. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not necessarily going to bring that happiness. You know, it brings a whole new set of things and a whole new reality. So if we can be happy before we get there, right. it's a lot easier to go through it. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, I think to eat, right. So like to a sense, you know, you I realize it, but then it's easy. I think it's easy if you, you know, deal with the world of just like wherever you work and whatnot. And of course that's everybody, that's everybody's path. You know, what's the next thing, you know, I got this. Okay. That's great. But now I, I don't even want to enjoy it. Now I'm ready for the next thing. Um, so it's, it's very, it's easy to get caught back into that, especially but that's a normal human experience. So there's an amazing book called conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And yeah. if you really want to awaken, there's two books to read Sophia, the Sophia um, code and conversations with God. And these books are amazing. So in, in conversations with God, God explains in this really funny conversation that what is a human experience about? It's always about growing into the biggest next thing you think yeah. you can be here on earth. Exactly. And the most grand experience of that. And so when you think, and, and whatever you think can be grander, it can even be more grander and, and more um, evolved than that. That's the purpose of it, you know, experiencing yourself as God here on earth. And so it's a balance between not aching in those experiences of wanting more, you know, cause we can ache for that or we can yeah. be like, wow, I'm going to get it. It's going to come. I know it's coming. I'm all, you know, like I know it's going to be here soon, but I'm so happy where I am right now too. And I'm so excited for that next step because I know it's here. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes Rather sense. than looking at it as, cause then, cause it's only natural to have the human experience of growth and learning. And if you're not, you're going to be sad and lonely and depressed and isolated. Yeah. Like a lot of the world. Right. So there's two roads to take what they're showing me. And so you can, it's the poem by the Robert Blythe. What is the two roads merged in the woods? And I took the one less traveled by because it's typically you want to be like, I don't have it. I'm going to be sad about it. But it, from now on, you need to go at it from, holy crap, I'm being pushed by the, the, the universe to grow in an expansive rate and every single experience I'm going to have is going to be grander than the next. Yep. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so allow that abundance to just fall down on you and just feel what that's like to receive it. Because part of fertility is also learning to receive. And, and I found it really wonderful when you started to talk about, you know, you're being alone and you making space because that's also a really huge step in conceiving a child because most people don't have the space in their life. 
Yeah, no, that, that, that was just a huge, um, shift. And it kind of just happened like very naturally. I was just like, no, no, no. I'm just going to sit, you know, I'm going to do my, I want to do what I want to (laughs) do. And it was just basically retrieving from everyone and everything. And it's just going really quiet inside and just taking a lot of time for me. So, and with that, do you feel like when you do that quietness, like how would you describe that to somebody? Cause a lot of people are really, really nervous to go be alone and be quiet. And it feels like to uh, me, like for you, it was like a little universal ball began to spin inside. Um, yeah. Experience. No, I think it's, it's the most calming self awareing and like self like empowering thing that I could have I could I still do to this day but I think it's just it's the most I mean I I don't know if I'm getting the right words or anything but it's the the best thing that you can do for yourself I think if you just sit there and even if you don't know where you start I basically just started sitting there, you know, until like you, like I got a book and I was like, okay, this is great. You know, maybe I'll just do it just here. Or, um, you know, maybe I got an app as well, just to start with like 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes. I started with music and then, um, basically now I want, I just have strict silence and it's just, it's as, as soon as I ground myself and just start paying attention to my thoughts and ideas and kind of what's troubling me, a lot of the answers come out for me right away. And Mm -hmm. it's actually more clarifying and clear minding. As soon as like I'm done with it, I feel like I'm more rejuvenated and lighter. Um, I feel like I think just overall my skin and um, just my outlook itself, there's like a glow to me um, that a lot of people always ask me. They're like, Oh, what? (laughs) Like, are you getting Botox or are you doing this for yourself? And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm just actually taking time for myself. Um, but I think for me personally, it is the most gratifying thing that I can do for myself. It's a time of quiet where no one, I can focus on myself and like, no, you know, no one, not that like a lot of people bother me, my husband or anything, but, um, I just feel like all your answers and all my problems kind of resolve and come to me with a solution. If there's, you know, obviously something more brewing. And then when you're, you know, when you have that type of energy running through you, you know, that universal energies and you're out in nature, how does that balance it for you? Because another part, just so everyone knows another part, when you're starting to awaken, you're naturally going to go on more walks. I don't know it's just like you have to connect back to nature and you have to get to that childlike part of you mm-hmm. in order to see the synchronicity. So this is a step into going into your full potential is to going into the child in you. Is, does that feel accurate to you, Kevin? Yeah. 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 So you have to go, you know, you have to go and, and nature is one of the fastest ways to get to the child in you and the child in you believes in anything is possible. And then when you start to believe that anything is possible, the universe will start to speak to you. And, and, and the universe will send you songs, the universe will send you poems, the universe will send you people, places, um, and new inspirations and ideas. And the synchronicities will start to flow in like they never have before. How has that affected you? What have you seen in your life as you've gone on this path to awakening so you can teach other people? So it's actually funny. Um, so I 
always been, I grew up kind of doing a lot of outdoorsy stuff, like outdoorsy, going to mountains. I've always had that connection. And then for a huge, huge, huge period at that cutoff, and I was involved in the everyday hustle, bustle, and kind of being more disconnected for myself. So as I started doing this, you know, basically I was just yearning to just touch a tree or like touch grass or like put my feet on the ground and just like walk barefoot. Just, I don't know why. I was just like, I need to like touch this tree for some reason. Mm-hmm. My husband, you know, so I was like, that's fine. Go ahead. Hug it. You know? But like, I, I basically started, I live in Philadelphia. So, um, there's not a lot of parks <laughs> around us. So we basically have like weekend drives if we can. And like, we do like hikes and we go to parks and like, we're so quiet and, you know, deserted. But I think the biggest part was when um, I recently just went to Colorado and we were going out towards um, the mountains, obviously, to go skiing and whatnot. And, you know, that was a great, because we did a lot of hikes throughout there as well. But that's when your information came up for me as Mm. I was going on my way to Colorado. Mm. That's when you, that's basically when I found out about your book. Mm-hmm. right on um instagram mm-hmm. and i was like what is this and like before like we were literally about to like take off and i know i re- like emailed you or like um instant messaged you real quick and i was like i need this i don't know what it is but i was like i need this book mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's basically how it started mm-hmm. but i feel like literally going to a bigger well i've never been to west coast mountains or anything but just being out in the nature with that that's when your um information everything came up to me. Right. And so what happens, so what Katarina is talking about and a lot of clients and uh, people come to me and it's been coming up a lot in the last couple of weeks. So I'm just going to bring it up to a lot of people who are listening and are open is that people are constantly asking me, how do I know, you know, if this synchronicity is real and how do I know if, if a relative speaking to me or how do I know if, what, how do I know if it's all real? Can it be, you know, can it be real that something fell off the shelf and, and it hit me in the head or, and it's yes, 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 yes. The more you start to get into that childlike experience, the more time you spend alone, the more time you connect to nature, the more time you go into your innocence, the more the universe will start to pour through you because you're reaching the vibration of the universe. And so the universe speaks in everything. So you have to begin to understand the universe is everything around you. It is everything around you. It's, we are in a hologram. It's completely alive. And so the bird that comes past your window, it becomes like God is a constant constantly with me. And with that, there's just so much joy because I'm never alone now. Mm -hmm. So before when I was in isolation, I did still feel alone because I didn't know it yet. But now I'm alone all the time because I'm constantly with God working. Right. Um, And I I say, God, you can say universe, you can say spirit, you can say source. I'm not religious at all. So I, I, I am just connected. So that's what, and so when you got that from the, I'm only telling you this because this will be your future, Katerina. So um, when you got that, you know, that download, that sudden knowing that I need to read Mystical Motherhood, I need to work with Chelsea, that's not uncommon. That's just universe saying, boom, here you go. This is what you want. Right. This is what you want. You got what you wanted, you know? So 
don't ignore it. And you, and then the way you learn to tap into your intuition is you can use meditation and Kundalini yoga as a really fast tool, but it's the first reaction. It's the first knowing. And it's just that trusting of, oh, this is it. This is true. Um, and I wanted to touch into how you let go of the control, like with that space. I think that was a really hard one um, because I feel like, I don't know, just like last week, we, I still had that control. <laughs> um, how did I truly let it go? Um, so I don't know, in a way, obviously working through it, but then it was obviously not weird, but all of a sudden when I told you like that big picture, that came to me basically like, look what you've done kind of, you know, make sure that you are happy and just like praise yourself. You've done a lot of work. The big, that in that same mindset, that big picture said you truly it's out. You can't control anything. It's, you know, stop, <laughs> stop trying. Cause that was my biggest, I needed to control every situation because mm-hmm. I needed to, be in the middle of the conversations and control every situation. And I did it a lot to my husband and obviously I still do it in some aspects, but you know, I totally recognize yet. I think recognizing it, you know, taking yourself out of it and kind of doing like a out of body experience, seeing yourself, how you are in that situation. And I think I, I saw myself, it was kind of like a, just an ugly, nasty person that I've really I'm really not, you know, and truly, you said it last time, truly, truly, truly trusting, trusting that all of this is evolving and forming to exactly when it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And my husband always says that to me. And I think it's harder to listen to when you're wrapped up in your own kind of tunnel vision of like what you want. And it's that kind of like that feeding your you know your control and the fear and like the anxiety and it's it's the hurt because it's not happening um but I know my husband says a lot of these things and now I'm just like holy shit like he kept saying it like I just didn't listen just didn't listen well, it's hard to listen when you're trying to control everything. And it's hard to receive when you're trying to control everything because everything's restricted. And so like when you're you're trying to get pregnant and I say this in mystical motherhood, take off the tight pants. I mean, do everything in every single, the physical, emotional, spiritual, mental parts of you to reduce the constriction in your life. And what we think is good for us. So once we let go of the control of what we think should happen, it's so much grander and so much bigger than we could ever expect what the universe is going to give us. Yeah. Does that feel accurate when I say that? Yeah. Because I feel like as soon as I've done that, I'm telling you, I feel like my, just like my heart chakra, everything is just, it's just opened up. Like I just feel what I really feel is like, I'm on a path, like I'm going straight. And I see from the side view of everyone in there, like, so I'm going on a path and then I have these like clear walls, like protecting me throughout the way. And it's kind of more, gold and light and just like I'm moving I'm moving you know and then on 
the other sides of those glass, I see everyone in my life, obviously right now, whether it's work, friends, you know, family, and they're all, it's kind of grayish. And they're all just, I guess, just so, um, so blinded and just kind of focused on what they, their problems or whatever it is, that they have no idea, like, anything else is happening around them. So I see this too for you. So what you're really seeing is, and actually in that, in that hallway, there's a line of women of your, of the generations that have passed away that are, are actually helping you go forward because what you're doing is you're, you're changing the epigenetics within you so that you clear it for the child. And so what the purpose of my destiny is, is to help, I'm going to say it, millions of women clear that clear themselves so much that they change the epigenetics and we can do it within one lifetime. And then their children are never going to be the same. Right. And so if we do this on a massive level, I mean, so what it is, is that all those generations, your genetic line is, is from the debt, you know, from the other side is almost yanking you forward in that spiritual tunnel. Do you see what I'm seeing? Yeah. Yeah. And then on the outside are all these living dead. Yes. And the living dead, what, when I was going through this process of awakening and I was working, um, with Elizabeth in California, she would say, you have to begin to look at your family members as animals. Yeah. She said, because they have no reactions. It's what I'm talking about is you have to balance the first three chakras and then the higher ones. But the first three, most of the population is living off of the first three, uh, chakras, which Mm -hmm. is animalistic. And yeah. it's reactive, and it's the way I was too. I, yeah. We all were, and 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 so we all are that way. But when you begin to open up and see something bigger, you're going to just get past that, and you're going to change. Mm-hmm. So that's where they are. So when your mom does it again, just imagine her as like a dog or a barking animal or <laughs> a bird. Like my mom's like a parakeet. Do, 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 you know. <laughs> and I, honest to God, I think of it, and it just makes me laugh at it. You know. <laughs> And the whole universe becomes funny again. <laughs> and try it. It really helps when you're in the anger, right? No, because um, my dad passed away. But growing up, my mom and I was all, were always like butting heads. And my dad used to say that we talked to each other like barking dogs, both of us. You know, mm-hmm. because she reacted and I just reacted to the same energy she gave me. Like, you know, so it was a constant, just, it never got anywhere, honestly. And I feel like just recently working with, you know, you and understanding more of that in depth, I feel like it's actually shifting. And now I'm just like, I know how to really not engage into it. And I'm like, well, my God, it only took me 32 years to figure it out. Yeah. But but sometimes (laughs) it never, some people don't ever figure it out. Right. And exactly. some people I work with, their mom or dad are dead <laughs> and yeah. they're still fighting with their mom or dad. And I have to remind them that they're no longer alive and there's no one there to fight with. Right. And exactly. so it's all a head game. And once we get a grasp on that, it, that that's what's happening and that you're the ruler of your world, you can change, you change the game. And you change the players and you'll start to vibrate at a level so high that you only attract those into your life that you're able to serve and you will, you know, push away that those that aren't, you know, 
meant to be around you. Yes. And your friends will change. I mean, and if you're going to, you know, you're starting to practice Kundalini yoga and anyone who's listening might want to start this practice. Three things will change when you start Kundalini yoga, the food you eat, the clothes you wear, and the people that you surround yourself with. And it was the first thing I heard. And I was like, okay. And oh my gosh, did it. I mean, I, I don't have any of the same friends. I never thought I'd say that. None. They, I just, just different. And so that'll happen for you too. But I want to finish up with you just like this whole week is just about like almost like having a calm period of like tranquil. I want you to just fill your whole body up with light. And, and I want you to imagine that you're at this warm beach and you're just floating out into this warm beach. Water. Mm-hmm. That you're, it's like the Miami Caribbean and, and you're mm-hmm. full of light and you're just allowing that warm water to energetically open up for you. So when, when I use, I mean, I use alchemy in my sessions. So alchemy is a process of using different elements to help people heal on more massive levels within themselves. And the first element I use is fire. So that's why we burn a lot of things out of you. And then water is an element I want you to start to get comfortable with. And this is, you know, any woman who's wanting to use alchemy can start to do this. So then you can start to place water in your home as, and, and you can start to use it like when you're in the bathtub, really feel it spreading out around your energy field. And Mm -hmm. then also understand that water is the element of pregnancy and it's the element of allowing and it's, and it flows with things. It moves through. I mean, it's, and begin to study it, begin to see how it comes up in your life because when you're pregnant, you're full of water. (laughs) And so start to feel that element and use it as an, a state of expansion and use it this week in different forms Okay. to like bless yourself and bless your house and expand what's happened because soon you'll get that leap and you're going to need that. You're going to need to be ready to jump over that water. You know, when you get, yeah. when you start to, the changes really, really happen. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we end? No, I think that's, um, you know, that covered a lot of just like this week in general and just kind of where I'm at. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. You can find more about this at mysticalmotherhood.com. I look forward to receiving your questions and any concerns. 